0: All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray for You. Happy Sunday for those of you who are celebrating Sunday today. I never do really know what time it is. Um, since we are a global ministry, we have people all over the world. We have people in Philippines who follow us, India, Pakistan. Um, where, where is the, the place the last time I never even heard of?
1: Oh, the micro islands,
0: Micronesia.
1: Yeah, Micronesia, Micronesia,
0: Alpi. I think Australia. That was pretty great. So, uh, for those those who are just joining us, uh, one of the other things I don't often know is when the live video starts. So, let me just give another introduction. Welcome to Jordan and Kristen. Pray for you. It's nice to see you guys. I'm going to preach in a minute for about I don't know five or ten minutes about the importance of of healing, but also the link between sin and healing. Okay, but before we do that. Uh, the lovely Kristen over here is going to pray for all of us. Why don't you, hey, Kristen?
1: Okay, absolutely. And you mentioned about the time, not knowing what time it is. And we had here in America a time change last night, our clocks. So <laughs> hope that's you all true. got a little more sleep last night, maybe. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, God, for every precious person listening to the sound of my voice and those who are listening, going to be listening on the playback. And um, every person that's connected with with them as well that comes into their life, Lord. Oh, God, we are so grateful for you, God. We are so grateful. There's a there's so many things we could just sing your praises all day long of the things you've done for us that we know about, and then there's so many more things that we don't even have a clue about. I just think of things about how you you know I, I love little little dogs, and I you see these cute little videos of little dogs, and and these these dogs their understanding of. The world is very limited compared to what we understand. And you think, oh, it's so cute. when someone takes care of that dog. They don't even know that the dog doesn't even know the vastness. But then I think of on a, on a scale of the human scale of how God, our minds are so finite and we're kind of like those little dogs. Sometimes we, we have just a little, a little glimpse of your glory, of your power, of who you are. And you you look at us and you love us so much and we're so precious to you. And if I, as a human, look at a little dog and think, oh, that is so precious, how much more does the creator of the universe think how priceless I am to him, how priceless every person listening is, is to him? God, you have a unique destiny for each one of us, God. You have called us into a life of a power of your power, God, and a future and a hope that you have created for us, God. We have not been called into a life of depression and lack and and sickness and all these things that the enemy uses to plague us, God, but we've been called into your marvelous light. And you use things sometimes, God, all the time. You use things, God, for your glory, for the, the things that are not even of you, God. You turn around and you make it work for good. Just like it says in Romans, God, I pray for each person today. God, that you would create a miracle. God, there are miracles all around us, but that we would witness it and we would see it and we would share your light. In Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Great job as always. Thank Great you. job. All right, guys. So today I want to talk to you about healing. And this is something that it interests a lot of people. And it's something that Chris and I have to tell you, we absolutely believe in this. And I have been to, it's funny. Bible believing churches where they will tell you that every single letter in the Bible is written by, basically by God's hand himself. But then they don't believe half of it. They don't believe that God wants to bless us financially. They don't believe that God wants to order our steps, that God wants to have a real relationship with us. And they don't even believe that God wants to heal us. And I have to tell you, one of my favorite stories I heard uh, a minister named Derek Prince, and he was talking about before he really came to know Christ, in the very, very early stages of his development, that he'd gotten this, this terrible skin disease. And he decided that he was going to read the Bible the same way you take medicine, that he was going to do it with meals uh, at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, so three times a day. And he decided he would take a pen, and he was going to underline every part of the Bible that talks about healing. And before he knew it, he could hardly turn a page in the Bible without finding something underlined, because the Bible talks about healing left and right. You can hardly, you can hardly miss it. And so the idea that God doesn't want to heal us, now, it doesn't mean that that obviously we're not going to die because these bodies are flawed. These bodies will succumb eventually to to death. I get it, but the idea that God wants us to be sick and doesn't perform miracles is absurd. And I will tell you, I have seen miracles happen. I have seen miracles not happen. I told, I don't know, actually have. not did,
1: happen the way we think.
0: Or not happen the way right. they think. We think sometimes the miracle is something else. But I, I've seen certainly healings not happen as well. I've definitely prayed for people who wound up succumbing to the sickness. But I've seen the opposite happen as well. I told you, Chris, I don't know if I told the story here of my own mother when I was in about third or fourth grade. So I've been about seven or eight years old and she was diagnosed with lung cancer. And I don't just mean diagnosed with it. She was told she had less than a year to live and every department head in the hospital diagnosed her with it as well. My father had been uh, active in the hospital. He was on the board of trustees there. And so she was given, you know, I think perhaps more attention than a normal person would. And they all said the same thing. This is metastatic lung cancer. You have less than a year to live. Well, that was 30 years ago and she's still alive. Okay. And you might say, well, the doctors made a mistake. Well, first of all, that would mean that every doctor there, every department head there made a mistake. And secondly, I just happened to notice that doctors make a lot more mistakes when it comes to people of faith. All right. Let me tell you my story real quick about me getting COVID uh, back in July of this year. So a few months ago. All right. I didn't even know I had COVID until about, what do you say, about seven or eight days into it, I finally got diagnosed. And thank God, because if if you had told me in the beginning I had COVID and I had like two weeks of stress after that, that would have been rough. It was bad enough I found out, I think on the ninth day or something like that. And then from there, I only had three or four more days of, of being really symptomatic in a bad place. Uh, but at least that happened. But, you know, on the first day, here's a funny thing. And I got I had a quote unquote mild case of COVID, which was still just just hell on earth. And and Kristen, you were there the whole time. You can attest to this, that, you know, there were times I almost passed out standing up. Um, I. I was spiking a fever or something we think it was like 104 and a half or something like that we had to actually throw away the thermometer uh, my 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 uh, temperature was so high i mean i was nauseous and and it was just it was a bad two weeks but you know the funny thing is on the first day it happened i woke up i just felt horrible this wasn't by the way something that happened very gradually it hit me pretty hard the first day i woke up and i get these bible verses sent to me on my this isn't my apple watch but on my apple watch I get these Bible verses sent to me every morning and I hardly ever read them. And I probably should. But for on this day, I actually took a moment to read it for some reason. And it was the 103rd Psalm, which says this, praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name, praise the Lord, my soul, forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals your diseases. I have to tell you, that was That was the message I needed right then. Just as my COVID drama was going to start, my first day of COVID, what a coincidence. I get a a text from the Bible app saying, praise the Lord who forgives all your sins and heals your diseases. And believe me, for the next two weeks, I stood on that verse, forgives all your sins and heals your diseases. Okay. Well, Obviously, I'm 100% now, I'm better, I'm healed, praise God, and, and I have no residual effects from it. But you know, one of the things I noticed about that verse, and it really struck me, is how God in that verse links sin with disease. He links forgiveness of sin with disease, and he, he links praise with with healing from disease. It's funny because we pray for healing all the time, but in that moment, how often are we also saying, God, heal me of my sin life? Take that for me. Show me what I can be doing better. Joel Osteen talks about how his mother, similar to my own, was diagnosed with cancer. I think his was about 40 years ago, and she's still alive. He mentions one of the things that she did, because she was only given about six weeks to live, is not only did she praise God, but she went into hospitals and prayed for other people. Kristen and I do that as well. If we have an ailment, I I not only pray for my ailment, I pray for all other people suffering from that ailment. That's the way we take the offensive. That if the enemy is going to inflict me with a sickness, inflict me with a disease, okay, I'm going to turn it around and I'm going to cause damage to him. And that's important because we always think of ourselves as being defensive. But if we have the victory, there's no reason to be defensive. We have to take the offensive. Knowing this, by the way, when I say God links sometimes healing and and sickness, all sickness is from the enemy. The Bible is very clear on that. And, And I hear, you know, I remember... You were a little younger than this, uh, I, you know. AIDS started becoming a thing back in the '80s and the early '90s. I was a little bit older than you, and I remember a lot of people saying, "Well, AIDS is God's way of punishing gays or God's way of punishing sexual sin." And I said, "No, you know, the Bible says all sickness is from the enemy. That doesn't mean, though, that certain high-risk behaviors don't result in sickness, right? I mean, obviously, if I smoke, I'm going to have a higher risk of lung cancer. If I engage in in high-risk sexual activity, I'm going to have a higher risk." Of of sexually transmitted diseases, things like that. But to be clear, all sickness is from the enemy. But it's consequent, and this is—I'm not getting too theological here. It's an important point. It's consequent of man's sinful nature. Sin did not enter into this universe, into into humanity, right, until the fall of man. Until you know, if you want to go back to the story of Adam and Eve, until they fell from grace in the Garden of Eden. All right, again, and we can you know have a discussion on the side if that's meant to be taken literally or allegorically. Either way, it's God's way of linking, God's way of showing for us that sin is consequent of, of imperfection entering our world through, uh, sorry, or, or, or sickness is consequent of, of of imperfection entering into our world. And so it's important, I think, that if you're asking God for healing, either for yourself or for someone else, that you link with that in prayer, just as the Bible does here in Psalms 103, link for that God I ask you to show me what I need to change in my life. Remember, when we talk about material prosperity, what does Jesus say? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. I don't think it's any different for physical prosperity. I don't think it's any different for our relationships, Any anything else. Sometimes God is using something just to get your attention. Other times God is using it, and he's trying to show you there's a link to, to sin. And so one of the things, and look, that's not me being judgmental. We all have that in our life. And so when I get sick, I'm saying, God, show me, show me what I can pull out of my life. Show me what I can do better. And thank you also for your healing. If I'm praying for someone else, God, help this person, you know, uh, live a better life. Show that person what they can do better. But I'm also praying for myself because I want to be an, an effective vessel as well. So the point is this, you know, it's you. Yes, understand God wants to heal you. But it's the Bible's not a book of spells and healing isn't just something you sign up for. Healing a lot of times is linked to, God, how can I improve? God, what can I do better? And also praise. Remember, Psalm 103, praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise the Lord. Forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals your diseases. One of the things Kristen and I do especially well, and you mentioned this, by the way, in prayer about thankfulness um, for all we have, you know, we live in this new house and we pay our mortgage every month pretty much automatically. I don't write a check. It comes out of the bank account automatically, but I I get a notice saying the such and such bill was paid. Your mortgage bill was paid. Your, your electric bill was paid. Your gas bill was paid. Your property taxes are paid. And even though it's happening automatically, I always take a moment and say, God, thank you. Thank you. Our mortgage is paid this month. Honest to God, you know what? I will probably never have to worry about that, but I'm never going to stop being thankful for it. And in the same way, we have to be thankful for our health, even, even when we don't always feel as healthy. All right, That's when you really need to buckle down. God, I thank you for what you give me. I praise you with my whole soul, my whole inmost being. I praise the God who heals my diseases and forgives my sins. So it's not a magic potion. There's nothing like that. I'm just trying to show you how these these three things are linked. Healing with forgiveness with praise. They're all kind of one and the same because all of those things bring you into oneness with God. And when you're with God, there is no sin, there is no iniquity, there's no sickness either. What is it uh, the Bible says about Jesus? By his stripes we were healed. Peter says, surely Jesus bore our sicknesses and our iniquities on the cross, right? Peter says this again, again, linking sickness and sin. Surely he bore our sicknesses and our iniquities, all right, on the cross. In other words, both of them were conquered. So that's my message for you today, guys. I know we get tons of, of prayer requests for people who are sick, people who aren't doing well, either themselves or family members. Again, just remember, when yes, God wants to heal you, he wants to demonstrate his miracle working power in you. And by the way, sometimes the worse it, it, it looks, that just means the bigger the miracle is coming. But keep in mind, guys, keep in mind the importance of, of healthiness in your soul to healthiness Spirit to healthiness physically. And I think that's why God wants us to to also come into Him asking for forgiveness of sins and come, and what is it? The Bible says, enter his gates with Thanksgiving, entering his courts always with praise. That's my extended message for you today.
1: I love that. I love that. and i i there, there's so much that I want to say about all of that. When you mention healing, and we mentioned things we're grateful for, I just, Think my head just starts running through these praise reports my nephew had um a, a ruptured appendix and it did not look good they did not think he was going to make it when he was 11 it was a very very scary time for my a, nephew
0: too our nephew our,
1: yeah, that's true <laughs> i'm getting used to that
0: we're not brother and sister but being married yes okay, nephew then, becomes you my nephew.
1: <laughs> so yes our nephew um it, it was very scary. I remember just going through the scripture and all of that. And when you say that about the, in all of those instances, the link, it is so important to just shut up the enemy because he's going to try to come in, whether it's you being sick or somebody that you love. And he's just going to try. And instead, just whoop, I'm not listening to that. Just keep praising. Just keep praying. Just say, bless the Lord, all my soul. And he is more than healthy and more than normal. And God brought him through that. My my own sister, my, your sister-in-law, my sister-in-law. <laughs> um, had a very difficult pregnancy and a, a lot of things uh, surrounding that. And she is more than healthy. M- you talked about your mom, which is amazing. My mom had kidney problems when she was a teenager. They thought her kidneys were going to fail. She was in a coma as a child. Um, there, there's just so many, I mean, her, uh, my aunt, Um, actually, they didn't think she was going to make it when she was born. Uh, She had a brain tumor. And I mean, I just think of all these things. And then I think of, uh, like you said, about COVID. Um, Again, it's so important. I didn't even realize I had COVID for the longest time because I was taking care of Jordan. And then I was like, oh my goodness, now I spread it to my family. And I didn't realize that. And just praying for everybody. And we're all healthy. And that's important, I, I too, to when you're caring for someone to make sure that you are constantly immersed because the enemy tries to attack in different ways. And lastly, I have been battling, had been battling uh, with this eye issue um, for since September where my eyes would just literally close up and it was so uncomfortable. And I praise the Lord that it is so much better. I'm I'm believing for complete healing. But I praise the Lord that it is not what it was. I praise the Lord that I can open my eyes and see. I praise the Lord that there's no damage.
0: And you guys probably can't see this, but I can just see there's looking at, you know, there's no puffiness or anything right now. Yeah. I mean, there was a time a few months ago where Kristen's like the entire side of your face had blown up. And then even after there was, of course, she's a perfect ten anyway, but she was complaining (laughs) that there was puffiness. I never noticed it. But even right now, there's there's absolutely, you know, no sign of anything. And, um, you know... Uh, sometimes healings happen instantaneously, sometimes they happen over time, and that's true of a lot of things. But it's important always to stand in God's grace. Yeah, you, know, you guys who followed us, and I see we have a lot of anniversary followers here. Uh, some of you have heard me complain that I had was diagnosed with arthritis in my hands. And I have to tell you, my my right hand is, I would say, almost a hundred percent. If I don't have any pain going like this right now, I used to be I couldn't even shake hands. Because this finger just didn't work. Right now, oh. um, there's a minor amount of stiffness, but there's no pain in that. And then my left hand, really, it's only this one finger. You might say, well, you know, if God can heal you, why didn't he do that instantly? In fact, I don't know if you were at the, uh, my parents' house. I think you were. And my mom was talking how she went on vacation a few weeks or months ago, and her back was hurting. It was when they went to the Poconos, mm-hmm. and her back was hurting. And she happened to look under the bed at this hotel, and what did she find? A back brace in her size, and that's a pretty amazing thing. Like, what are the odds of that? Now, you might say, okay, well, if, if God was really working a miracle, He could have just healed your back like that, or you wouldn't have the pain in the first place. Okay, but if you didn't have the pain in the first place, how would you know about God's miracle, right? Sometimes one is necessary to see the other. So the point the point is this: uh, sometimes battles are won quickly; yep. you show up and the enemy flees. Other times, it's it's a, a longer struggle. And and sometimes, for whatever reason, you know, we don't see the healing that we want to see. That doesn't mean that God hasn't performed a miracle, as you pointed out.
1: Absolutely. And one other last thing I remember.
0: Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can't go 18 minutes without oh, doing that. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I, uh,
1: I remember being a teenager, being in the back of ch- a church and praying. I had uh, sinus pressure and allergies, and I'm like... God, I know you're going to heal this. I know you're going to heal this. I know you're going to heal this. And then all of a sudden, God was talking to me about another need that I had that I wasn't even praying for. I was, um, and and God did heal that. But I think that that's interesting to note sometimes that God, just like, remember I was telling you the other day about how the person, uh, you know, you think in the Bible where where God forgives of sins when the person's, uh, the, that was paralyzed. Yes, he he healed the man that was paralyzed, but he said, you have this other need, your sin life, and that's what you're talking about, mm. your sin life. But it could be a lot of different things. God gets to the need beneath the need you think you need. Well, that
0: was the first. Remember, what happens actually in that story is there's this, this man who's sick and he can't get to see Jesus. He's paralyzed. And his friends lower him through the roof. And there are some doubters there. Some people mm. are looking to accuse Jesus. And he says, but before he even heals the man, he says, uh, your sins are forgiven. That's yes. the first thing he says. Yes. And these people are like, well, who are you to forgive sins? And he says, well, what is easier? What's easier to say, I forgive your sins or to tell this man to get up and walk? But then he says, so that you know that I have the authority to do both. Then he points his finger and says, get up and walk. Yes. And it's it's the it's the physical manifestation of the healing that demonstrates God's power to forgive sin.
1: That's so awesome. All awesome. right. Awesome. All right. Love you. <laughs> Love you. All right. I think it's just uh,
0: just to make a one last point on that is I don't believe that's that Sickness is a punishment for sin. And I know I kind of mentioned that. I don't think God – God is not like this angry police officer who wants right. to convict us and no. hurt us and punish no. us. I, but I, to just kind of re emphasize the point, sickness is just part of man's fallen nature. Right, right. And it's something that sometimes God uses to get our attention and to demonstrate his power – not just to heal us, but also to forgive us. Amen. If I had to summarize my long sermon into 30 good. seconds. That was, that really was good. That was really
1: good. All right. So we got, I have two prayer requests here. I don't know if we have any coming in or on the uh inbox. Well, we have
0: some people here just saying hi to us. Our old hi. friend Haroon hey. saying hi, uh, Peter. I always know it's Peter Russell because it starts with y'all. I don't, I, even, I don't even need to see his name.
1: I love the y'all. Uh,
0: we see our friend Hem here. Asking for prayer. He's in Nepal. That's oh, a,
1: Nepal. Great. I have a lot of friends over in Nepal.
0: And uh, Avasha. Well, I'll get to these guys. Avasha is praying for spiritual healing and financial breakthrough. Mm. Uh, we always keep our friend Peter and also our friend Cliff Gibbons in, in oh, our prayers. Oh, Yeah. And then Doran. So why don't you do the people who sent in and I'll do the rest of these people. Okay. okay.
1: Well, Lord, I pray for John who has a Christian orphanage um, over in Pakistan. I pray for him and I pray for... Uh, his entire ministry there, God. And I pray for all orphanages um, and all your precious children. I think of the scene where you say, let the little children come to me, which in the context of the culture, now it seems like, okay, no big deal. But in the context of the culture was such a big thing for you to welcome the children. God, so I thank you that you welcome these children. And I know you care for each one of them. And I pray that ministry just flourishes. And Evangelist Shafquat says just, he just says, pray for me. So God, we pray for his ministry and whatever's going on there in his life, God, because you know, you know, his needs and you, you want to meet every single one of those in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.
0: Good job, baby. Mm -hmm. All right. So as far as the people who right now are joining us and asking us to pray, we have, I'll start with him who says, pray for me. I'm from Nepal and Avashu, I don't know where he's from saying, please pray for my spiritual healing and financial breakthrough. So God, we thank you for him. We thank you for Abashu and also our friend Peter here. We pray for all these people. They all all experience spiritual healing, physical Mm -hmm. healing if they need it, healing in their relationships, healing in their finances. They come into the fullness of you, God. We know that they are here to walk in your victory, that you already won the victory. That's a crazy thing to think of. yes. That, you know, we think of ourselves... in in time and space being right here right now and we see victory is somewhere off in the future no victory was what christ did Um, on the cross for us okay the manifestation of the the victory might not have come yet okay but the victory itself was already won so we're just waiting for it so god thank you for these people Mm -hmm. and we we pray total victory and healing for all of them doran uh, says please pray for me and, uh, Veneta says, please pray for my spiritual growth. So God, thank you for Doran and Veneta. I pray for spiritual growth and all sorts of growth for these people. I pray for total victory in their lives. Prasad is over in India. See, see how, see how global we are.
1: I love it. I love it's not, it.
0: It's not, Fair. I'm not like building myself up here, but no, I just, I just love so that, grateful. you know, people complain about social media. I love that through social media, yeah. we're able to reach so many people. Amen. Yeah. So Prasad says please pray for us we're in heavy rains and floods in India country and Vanetta also says pray for my kids so God we thank you for Vanetta and her children we pray also for Prasad who's in the whole country whole country of India that's apparently experiencing heavy rains yes. and I know that India is also a very impoverished country we pray, for, we pray for just spiritual and, and financial breakthrough for that whole country yes, and all those people there. There's actually uh, It might interest you guys to know, Prasad, that there's a very large Indian population around where Kristen and I live. Yes. And uh, also some Pakistanis too, but a lot of Indians around here. There are Christian Indians in America, and we, I, I want to pray for their influence within the Indian yes, communities yes. here. And also I want to pray for all the Christians over in India yes. as well. Vanetta actually joins us. Another person from Nepal. That's a pretty cool place. Yes. So just right think, right India. now, right now, uh, the ministry is reached. India. If you just, I wish we had a map that showed well, all the different little dots. Yeah,
1: I know. Because like, it's funny because Nepal and India are so close together, and sure, such a small, small but mighty nation.
0: Absolutely. All right, guys, so um, thanks for letting us pray for you. Kristen, why don't you close us out with the call to salvation here?
1: Okay, well, as Jordan said about, we were talking about healing, and the greatest healing that can come into your life is Jesus coming to cleanse you from all of your sin, and he can do that and completely change your life in an instant. So if you want to be changed, if you feel like you're missing something, if you're just desperate, um, then God wants to wants to bring you into his family. He's been wooing you to himself. So this is your chance. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer with me, we would love to know about it. Definitely send us a message. Or you can comment on this video too.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Usually when I use a computer, I have to wear these blue glasses here. I like those. I think these would look a little bit weird if I did one of the, no, I, the shows. I wearing, know you remember the they time look that weird. person I complained I was wearing sunglasses.
1: Yeah, it's on goggles. Yeah.
0: Now imagine if I wore these, these things, but
1: sunglasses or goggles. Okay.
0: Goggles, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm glad that person has nothing else going on in his life that he has to complain about. He has to complain that I'm wearing sunglasses in the sun.
1: Getting a little in the flush there.
0: No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> remove the plank from your own. Arm. Okay. Before you remove the sunglasses from mine. Yeah. There you go. Or goggles. Or goggles, as it were. All right, guys. Listen, Chemistry. thanks for joining us. If you're just joining us now, I'm going to uh, end the live video, but you can watch the replay. Uh, as always, check out our YouTube channel. We just started. Check out um, we're on iTunes podcasts and things like that. And we'll see you guys shortly. Have a blessed, blessed, amazing week. As always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 8:45 on WMCA The Mission AM 570
1: and FM 102.3.